listen to MyMind.com, you might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 58. It's September the 30th, 2007. It's the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Hi, Dave. Good morning, Reiner. How are you today? Oh, man, I'm just great. How are you? Are you filled with the love of the Lord? No. <laughs> I mean, yes, I always am. I'm just a uh, spewing volcano of the love of the Lord or something. Amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah, brother. <laughs> What's the difference between, uh, you know, somebody says, some people say hallelujah and some people say hallelujah. What do, you, you ever, do you come down anywhere on that? Nowhere at all. <laughs> I think some of them are stoned and some of them are not. Some of them maybe just don't pronounce their H's well. Or something. It's actually spelled both ways. And who knows? I know. Very confusing to me. This kind of stuff. Maybe one of them is tonight. one of them is from the robot in uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Oh, that's that's true. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Maybe. And one of them is from um, that Paul Simon song. You can call me Al. Well, it could be that Allie McBeal that was on a few years ago. No, it wouldn't be that. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. So. You know what I think? What did you think today's readings were about, Ryan? I thought that they were about doing stuff when you felt like I do. <laughs> you don't feel like doing it. I just don't care. I don't want to do it. Screw it. I give up. And it says, go do it anyway. That's what I thought. All right. <laughs> now, now, is that about that whole Lazarus thing? Is that what you're kind of referring to? I, you know, I don't know why. Oh, okay. It's because I read the first reading and it said... Well, oh, yeah, here's my question about the first reading. Yeah. Do you, now, what was going on with Joseph, yet they are all made ill by... that they are not made ill by the collapse of Joseph? What happened with Joseph? Went to Egypt? I don't know. I was wondering what that was about. You know, blah, blah. I don't know. This is Amos. It's somewhat obscure. Woe to the complacent in Zion. <clears throat> David, Joseph. I think he's just name dropping. I don't think any of it means anything. Oh, really? <laughs> Actually, I, th I think it all has a deep theological, you know, relevance to the Israelites. And I don't, doesn't mean jack to me. <laughs> Ah, okay. Well, given we don't know exactly what it means, <laughs> we're going to take a stab at it anyway. Well, in that first reading, you're talking a lot about, that's why I thought last week I said we are going to talk about hedonism. Um, Wanton kind of, revelry, is that Wine revelry, iron, bed of ivory. I don't know if that would be very comfortable, but I might try that because I have insomnia. So maybe I need to get a bed of ivory. Maybe. Although, that, that'd be kind of bad these days. I don't care. Okay, so anyways, uh, they're lying on their beds of ivory, they're eating lamb, they're drinking wine, and they don't care what's happening to anybody else. And that's not a good thing. You know, uh, what I thought these readings were, this first reading and the third reading specifically, 
and to some extent the second reading, I think they were about compassion and the lack of compassion. Because in the first reading, you have these people lounging around. They don't give a crap about what's going on with anybody else. And in the last reading, you have that rich guy who's just sort of living it up, and Lazarus is there dying, and then, you know, Lazarus dies, and then and the guy is in torment and hell or wherever. And, uh, and I say, well, he can't help you now. He didn't listen then. But there was, uh, there was some interesting things in there. They, I, I, one, here's one thing. I said, uh, moreover, here's a quote from in there. It says, moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. Now, who's going to go from heaven to hell? Why would they want to go there? I think well, like that. this guy. He said, can I just, you know, give him some water or something? He's asking for Lazarus to go. Yeah, so he says, can I go and give him a drink of water? And he says, no, you can't get there from here either. You can't help that guy. He's over there. But, I mean, the, the guy, I mean, Lazarus is not saying he wants to go. The guy's saying he wants Lazarus to come. But I, what my no, point no but, I, but obviously Lazarus is a big sap, right? So, <laughs> he says... Well, you know, Lazarus is not talking at all in here. Well, I know, but he probably would because he's... Do you think Lazarus would want to go just because he's, he's a nice he's guy? He's used to being abused and, you know. He said, oh, <laughs> poor guy. Sure, I'll go give him some water. And he's pointing out that, no, you can't do that either. You know, and Abraham's he, saying, eh, you yeah, know. You can't get there from here. <laughs> um, it's too late. You screwed yeah. up, it's over. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting. He said, well, you know, if they're not listening to Moses and the prophets, they're not going to... And I thought that was interesting, the last line, because I think it harkened back to stuff about Jesus, too. It said, uh, if they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they per be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. So, it's, you know... Indeed. That, that did make me think that uh, <clears throat> he, it was a, you know, what do you call that? You know, an uh, um, illusion, not an illusion. But, you know, it, it presages. Yes, a, a reference to Jesus yeah. rising from the dead. And, and they're not, if you don't believe me now, you're not going to believe me then either kind of thing. Which is true. So. It kind of makes sense. But anyway, that's sort of an aside. Maybe not. But it has a lot to do with charity and compassion. I think these readings have to do with that idea of not being so wrapped up in your own um, pleasures and your own desires that you can't see the suffering of others. And I think that I think that's a that's a thing that happens with us. I mean we do get wrapped up in our own affairs quite often. So yeah. we don't see what's going on with the, uh, you know the rest of the world. I guess. Well you it's not are you depressed today or something? <laughs> I don't know. I, I uh it sound like you want to bite the head off a live chicken. No, I just want to go, you know, leave. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of this crap. and leave, leave the earth, you mean? Or No, not necessarily. Oh. You know, like, go sit on a Caribbean island for a month. And, oh, you mean you want to leave your life? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, you have a canoe hopped. And Surely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. well, you know, 
I think, Reiner, you're going to have to take some solace from what happened with Lazarus. I mean, he had a pretty bad in his life. Dogs looking his sore. See, see I, guess, I guess that's why I said what I said in the first place about what I thought it was about. Because it's like, yeah, this guy got, you know, screwed his whole life. Oh, great, now when you're die, dead, he's up there, and this guy's down there. And I'm going, hmm, you know, in the big picture, that's what it's all about. But I'm just a little tired of this shit here, so. <laughs> sure. So. But anyway. Anyway. So does this have anything to do with foosball at all? <laughs> You, re you realize, of course, that we might have absolutely nothing in this show because of the odd things we're doing to record it, but that's okay. Yeah, everybody, we're, we're, we're in, a, in our... That, um, yeah, that's enough Don saying. Don Quixote uh, quest to eliminate the plubber sound. We've, we've tried many things this morning, and God only knows if this is going to work. So at all. That's at right. all. So. Maybe we won't even hear anything. Maybe there but won't be a show. Maybe it'll be like just... Like that. Maybe it's going to sound like every third syllable. Or something. There's still going to be benefit of it, even if you're only going to get every third <laughs> syllable. But, um, so, anyways, what, yeah, what does this have to do with foosball? Well, you know, sometimes you're in the game, and the game's not going well. And you think, oh, what's the point of this? I'm not having a good time. But you know what? you got to stay in the game anyways, man. you got to finish the gosh dang game. Well, what if you just say, ah, you win, and go drink a lot of beer? <laughs> well, that's not the way to do it. You've got to stay in the game to the bitter end, because you know what? There's a benefit that comes from sticking things out. You, you say that, but I'm from Missouri, you know, so. Yeah, but see, you know, you, you see, that's that thing, that show me thing. You can't always, you're not always going to get to show me here on Earth. I, you know, I've been sticking to the same game for the last 30, 40 years, and, you know, I'm tired. Well, I, I'm not <laughs> saying you have to stick to the same game plan. You can change your game plan. You just got to stay in the game. That's all I'm saying. I guess. Even though, you know. No sex for you. That's another problem. There you go. Uh... Well, compassion. Compassion. We should have some hot babes taking compassion on us. Is that what you're saying? Well, that's right. I think mer mercy sex. What could be better? <laughs> I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs> uh, well, compassion has to do... You know, isn't, isn't that kind of an essential thing in relationships anyways, that you can actually empathize? I mean, one thing with, the, with these readings, I think, was also that there was very little empathy going on between in the first reading and the third reading. Um, that's very true. You could say that's what the whole thing was about, actually. In a way, yeah. I, I mean, because it, is that, I mean, it's is that I'm all about what I'm doing, and I don't really care right. what you're doing. Right. And that's why you got screwed. Right, and I think especially in sex and relationship, that that's really a, a crucible for uh, one's own desires and how important those are, and, and, and sometimes making those more important than the other person. And, uh, you, know, you know, a lot of stuff, I think, goes on, too, in relationships where, uh, you know, I deserve this, and you owe me this, and I did this for you, and blah, 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 blah. You know, that, that happens. 
And I think it's natural that it happens. But, um, you know, I think it can, it can get, be, get to be a habit, too. Where well, it's, it's, well, you know, what do you mean natural? It should be natural that I care about the other person, though, right? Well, of course it should I, be. I mean, I mean, when you say should be a natural, you know, like, I remember taking my human sexuality class at, at Loyola, right? Uh-huh. If it's not natural, I don't want it. <laughs> and, and, you know... Natural really means what's at the heart of the matter, which should be God, which should mean that I care about you and not only about myself. So I would take issue to say that it's only natural for me to think about myself all the time. I'm thinking that we, it kind of is when you're, you know, a baby, <laughs> but you need to get over that. Sure, so. sure. Well, my, my, point, my point was, my point, and I did have one, was okay. that... It, it's natural, what I'm saying is, it's natural sometimes. Let's say you're giving a lot in a relationship, and you're doing a lot. It's, you know, to start thinking, well, you know, well, what's going to happen here for me? I mean, is this all, you know, on the other hand, I mean, you were talking about Lazarus just being a sap and being taken advantage of. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go help that guy now. And Abraham's saying, no, nah, you can't do that. Well, I mean, there, there's that aspect of it, too. Is it really, is it really compassion if you're, if you're, if you're giving it all the time without without any give and take, I mean, is that what a relationship should be about? I mean, granted, I think sometimes one person is going to be giving more than the other, but that that can also turn into just feeding into someone else's immaturity. Too. Right, and and you being a doormat. Right. So. Which takes me to something that I I was looking in um, Wikipedia as I want to do. And uh, they have a definition of compassion, but they also have this thing called idiot compassion, which I thought was kind of interesting. And this is a, an idea from Buddhist, Buddhism. They say it refers to the tendency of spiritual practitioners, particularly Buddhists, to give people what they want as opposed to what they need, all in the name of being nice and compassionate. And then they go into this example about you know complimenting some, somebody's poor artwork that might be like giving them what they want, but maybe it's not what they need. Maybe they need to have some direction or criticism or what have you, even if it's not going to feel good to them. Yeah. So I, I, I think this idea of compassion is, is interesting in that, you know, what, what is true compassion? What is, what is actual, when you're really being compassionate towards yourself and other people, what does it really mean? And it, it's more than just, as you say, being a doormat or just giving in. It actually comes back to that idea of empathy, where you're really seeing where the person is at, and you're really feeling maybe what they're feeling, or at least understanding it, so that whatever you do do for them, it comes from a place of understanding rather than kind of feeding your own need to feel good about yourself, because I think, I think sometimes compassion can be that. It can be, oh, look at everything I'm doing look how nice I am to you, and then people use it as a bargaining chip. Too. Exactly, so, therefore you owe me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Uh, okay, so, so the fact that you say Wikipedia mean that that was the ending thing? Well, I was going to, no, I was going to do, <laughs> I was going to do a little reading from okay. Wikipedia. Cool. So, as my final thing, and here we go. Compassion is best described as an understanding of the emotional state of others, not to be confused with empathy. Compassion is often combined with a desire to alleviate or reduce the suffering of another, to show special kindness to those who suffer. Compassion may lead one to feel empathy 
with another person. Compassion is often characterized through action, wherein a person acting with compassion will seek to aid those they feel compassionate for. So it's connected with action and not just a feeling. So be compassionate out there, folks. Don't be an idiot about it. Okay. That's that. And we'll see if we get anything. Later, everyone. Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Momog.com